Good morning for Thursday, June 22, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Democrats seethe after Georgia loss. Abortion ads extra obstacle for health bill. And Milwaukee officer cleared in fatal shooting. In today's national headlines, lawsuit gives new details on program of brutal interrogations. Health law in flux, Anthem pulls out of two states, and first openly gay judge confirmed for New York court. In the business headlines, investors flex their muscles in Uber fight, Kansas investment firm spurs change on Wall Street, and Wall Street Journal fires reporter with ties to magnate. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, Democrats seethe after Georgia loss. Reported by Alexander Burns and Jonathan Martin. Democrats scrambled to regroup on Wednesday after a disappointing special election defeat in Georgia, with lawmakers, activists, and labor leaders speaking out in public and private to demand a more forceful economic message heading into the 2018 elections. Among Democrats in Washington, the setback in Georgia revived or deepened a host of grievances about the party and prompted some Democrats to question the leadership and political strategy of Nancy Pelosi, the House Minority Leader. A small group of Democrats who've been critical of Pelosi again pressed her to step down on Wednesday. In a private meeting of Democratic lawmakers, Representative Tony Cardenas of California suggested the party should have a more open conversation about her effect on its political fortunes. But the most acute and widely expressed concerns were economic. Representative Hakeem Jeffries of New York said the party was preparing to be aggressively focused on job creation and economic growth. And Representative Jim Himes of Connecticut said Democrats must do more to compete with what he described as President Trump's expansive and unrealistic promises. It's not enough to say, I want jobs, Himes said. You need more than that, particularly when you're competing with a guy who's telling fantasies. Representative Debbie Dingell of Michigan called for Democrats to attack Trump's perceived strength on economic matters with working-class voters. By fiercely contesting a congressional race in the conservative Atlanta suburbs, Democrats had hoped to make a statement about the weakness of the Republican Party under Trump. Their candidate, John Ossoff, raised about $25 million and assertively courted right-of-center voters with promises of economic development and fiscal restraint. That vague message, Democrats said Wednesday, was plainly not powerful enough to counter an onslaught of Republican advertising that cast Ossoff as a puppet of liberal National Democrats led by Pelosi. While Ossoff made inroads by exploiting Trump's unpopularity and a backlash against health care legislation approved in the House, Democrats said they would have to do more to actually win. Representative Eric Swalwell of California, who's close to party leaders, said Democrats would crystallize our message on jobs, on health care in the coming months. The results in Georgia and other special elections, he said, should encourage Democrats to campaign across a huge map of districts. We need to compete everywhere, he said. 
Pelosi consistently rejected calls to step down, and there was little indication that her leadership post was at risk. This is the second story on the front page. Abortion adds extra obstacle for health bill. Reported by Robert Payer and Thomas Kaplan. Abortion flared up Wednesday as the latest hot-button issue to complicate passage of a bill to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act, which Senate Republican leaders hope to unveil on Thursday and pass next week. The repeal bill approved last month by the House would bar the use of federal tax credits to help purchase insurance plans that include coverage of abortion. But senators said that provision might have to be jettisoned from their version because of complicated Senate rules that Republicans are using to expedite passage of the bill. If that provision is dropped, a bill that has already elicited deep misgivings among moderate Republicans and stiff resistance from Democrats, health care providers and patient advocacy groups could also generate concern among abortion opponents, as well as conservative lawmakers. Further complicating the measure's prospects, insurance companies, which took a leading role in the health care fights of 1993 and 94 and 2009 and 2010, but have been conspicuously quiet this year, released a blistering letter objecting to Republican plans to remake Medicaid and cut its funding. The changes being considered in Congress could amount to a 25% shortfall in covering the actual cost of providing care to our nation's neediest citizens, the top executives of 10 insurance companies wrote. These amounts spell deep cuts, not state flexibilities in Medicaid. The House abortion provision has sweeping implications because many health plans subsidized under the Affordable Care Act include coverage for abortion services. But senators said the provision might have to be dropped for a more prosaic reason.